Welcome, everybody, to the Coaches in the Pod. Jeff Williams here with the mouth, Brent Brender, Coach Bray Cook. we got our uh, BSN uh, guest, uh, Kyle Sutherland from uh, Scorebook Live. Let's get into 4A. And uh, we're going to talk 4A and 5A here. Let's start with 4A. Uh, <laughs> Malvern, defending state champions last year, uh, just an amazing bunch. Got a lot of people back. Uh, Bo Hemrant Warren feels really good about his 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 football team. Talked to Jeremy Burns at Ozark. We're going to have him on. Casey Chester from first year head coach at Pocahontas, and then uh, Coach Plumley from Malvern. We're going to do some interviews with them. Give me your full take of four A, which is one of the most fun classifications to break down well i think probably that's one of the ones that you could point at and it's like kind of like you know we were discussing with 3a and you know hazen for 2a certainly the favorite there probably and then boonville um the runner up they've got more coming back than charleston but i mean you, you go back to all these and in each class and you certainly have to look at the champions from last year and malvern pretty much has as many coming back as any state champion and Harding Academy has just about as many coming back as any runner up as any team in the state finals. So certainly have to look at those two teams. Like you said, Warren is always in that mix. I think Nashville, you know, they, they struggled in 2021, missed the playoffs for the first time in 30 years, made a semifinal run last year. And I don't think probably many people saw that happening. I mean, they were, they were the road team essentially throughout the entire playoffs and they embraced that. So Nashville, you know, definitely going to be back again. And then uh, Rivercrest and Elkins, the two teams from each each corner of the state, basically, that I think are real, especially Rivercrest year in and year out. It seems like that they just get overlooked outside of the northeast Arkansas area. So I think that that's probably, you know, what I just named six the really good ones to start off with. Um, also really like Arkadelphia a lot. They're breaking in a new quarterback. Still got a lot of skilled players. Actually, I say they still got a lot of skilled players. They got two good running backs, but they lose a lot of their production at wide receiver. So, you know, those six, seven teams, I think definitely good good ones to start with. And, and, and you're going to – matchups in conference. I mean – in The 4A7 is just oh, – Oh, my – That stuff's leading the state. Yeah. I mean, from top to bottom. Yeah. Well, and, and real that. quick on that, I mean, when that – when when the it started, what was that? Oh six that they started with the six and seven mm-hmm. A's. That was when it was the so the four A seven was CAC, which is where I played Nashville, Oak Grove, which is now Maumel, uh, Ashdown. You know, we still had some pretty. This was before Robinson and Mallard, but it, I say all that to say it's been good since it first got there. This was back during CAC's heyday and all that. So it's just been brutal for since its existence, basically. Well, it has been. You know, I, I played high school football. In, in 4A at the time, I don't even know what classification is, different A's back then. Yeah. But but uh, it's just all over the state. I mean, it just rich tradition programs and, and just a fun – the matchups, the rivals that go back for years and years and years. And and then there's matchups. You talk about Warren and Nashville. You talk – you know, that, that series, when we had Bo Emery on uh, earlier and uh, – did a podcast with him and you know that's that's such a big rival but you let's do this let's start off first let's go talk to the defending state champion and jd plumley jd great to have you on the show 
Hey, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Well, we've been sitting around. We've been talking about 4A, the classifications of 4A. You won it last year. I mean, with a, with a great team and, and really went the hard road to do it. Uh, talk to us, you, you know, just looking and reading magazines and different things. You got a lot of players coming back. Talk to us about your, your team, you know, coming off a state championship last year. How do you rekindle that and talk about some of the guys you got coming back? You know, we, we, we did. We, we had a heck of a ride, and, and we do have a lot of guys coming back. And, you know, we are missing one humongous piece, and that's going to be my, my quarterback that, that I had, you know, moved up when I first got the job. He was a four-year starter, Cedric Simmons. You know, when you have a guy that's, that's a, a four-year starter going into those big-time games, you know, he was, he was the calmest guy on the field probably, um, and that's including the coaches. Um, and so, you know, it, it, he's going to be a huge loss. And our two defensive tackles – uh, Davion Jenkins and Leonard Leach, they both played with me in the All-Star game a couple of weeks ago. Those are huge, huge pieces that we're going to feel. But, you know, it's always nice when you have a your, your running back coming back that was a state MVP, um, almost 3,000 yards rushing, uh, 40, I think 47 touchdowns, and then our whole offensive line's back. Um, and then we have a 1,000-yard receiver coming back. And so we've, we've got some pieces. You know, I think a lot of people think that we're just going to be run heavy, run heavy. Uh, but I, I think that there toward the end of the run last you know last year we showed people we could throw when we had to and uh so i like to say we're balanced and i like to say that we're going to be balanced moving into this year and, and uh you know but i don't want to take anything away from our defense all of our linebackers are back um you know and our angel perez led us in tackles he doesn't get a lot of recognition because he just you know he's in one of those positions where you all of a sudden you look up though he's got 15 tackles on the night you know but everybody's talking about Jalen dupree uh kenan janelle Vinny winners uh, and, and Dylon Caradine, those are the four playmakers. And, um, you know, those are the ones that's getting all the love, you know, uh, and accolades. But I think Jalen, if he was sitting here, uh, instead of me, would tell you that it's the, the offensive line up front led by Vinny Winters, our big left tackle. He's 6'4", 300 pounds. Um, you know, and so there's no there's no secret, you know, third and short, fourth and short, we're going to run left. And, and sometimes I do feel like the field is tilting left, and, and that's okay as long as it's working. Well, I have no doubt. They always run behind your guys. guys. I, I, people say they're no running there. Well, our guy's better than you there. So, so this ain't real hard, you know. And so, well, talk to us about this. And, and one thing, you know, I'm I'm a old football coach, but, you know, I, I love high school football. And the league that you play in, and, and I'm going to get all these coaches on there talking about, you know, the, what a tough league they play in, and they, and they do. But the league that you play in that conference, I, I, I love getting the paper going, my God, look at this game. You know, there's there's two or three games in your conference every week are just just such a monumental game and mean so much. Talk to us about your league. I mean, you got – you know Nashville, Arkadelphia. You're saying you know you're talking about state championship programs sitting in your league. So if you can get in, you got a shot. But talk to us about how difficult the league is. It is, and you know Ashdown is, is usually our our first. Usually when Ashdown comes to town and we come down there, it's you know they're undefeated or we've only lost one or two, and and that's always a big game. And that's that's week five. You know, and it's kind of. You got a lot of lot of games left, but that's a that's a kind of a big stepping stone or check mark, if you will, to where you're at right now. You know how you what type of ball you play in, and then you know we've got Nashville, you know, down there week nine, and then Arkadelphia week ten, and uh, you know, and so that is that's tough toward to end the season. But you know what what I love about it is, is you tell your guys, guys, I mean, 
you know, we, I know the Arkadelphia game and our game last year, week 10, was all hyped up, and we had to cancel because of the storm, and they came to town and whooped our tail on, on Saturday at home. There was nothing we could do about it. They just rubbed our nose in it and made us like it. And uh, I thought that game really woke us up. And so what I like about those our conferences is that you can get humbled uh, week five, six, or seven, and uh, and I like that. Um, and I think that, you know, it's high school football, right? It's those environments you want to play in. And uh, I believe that the Ashdown game, that when they came to us, it was our homecoming. Had all the state media there. And then when we went to Nashville, it was their senior night, and they were playing really well. And, that, you know, when we went down there in the regular season, that was for, the, you know, kind of sold up second place for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then obviously us in Arkadelphia, that was a huge crowd, standing room only. And what I think it does is when you get to the Warrens, like we did in the quarterfinals, I don't know if the moment – you know, it wasn't too big for us because we'd have been in those type games. We'd been down before. We'd been down multiple scores before. And so our guy, I think it helps our guys get ready. And you know that as, as, a, as a former coach, the more you can get in those environments, the better you're going to be, the more you see them. Well, yeah, and I agree with that. And if people that don't know, Arkadelphia and Malvern's a big I've been to a couple of those games. I mean, that's a big – they're right down the road, and they got good players, and you got good players, and it's a big rival. And I understand. I mean, we used to when I was at Southside, play Northside the last game of the year, and there wasn't going to be any bigger playoff atmosphere than that game. And so I'll, I'm with you. I think it prepares you, and you're better off when you, if you got to go to Warren, you're ready for the, that moment. Obviously, there's you know a lot of. Th- People are going to put y'all number one in 4A. Some people are. Some people aren't. Obviously, there's a lot of teams. With, you know, Warren, we named Arkadelphia, Nashville. We named a bunch of them off. Uh, you know, Ozark, those, you know, all kinds of teams. And I think 4A is probably one of the hardest. You, you, you've won state championships in 6A as an assistant and other places. But 4A football might be the toughest one to win because there's the quality of so many good teams. Talk to us a little bit about where the Malvern Leopards are and that mix in the state. Obviously, you feel pretty good about it, how hard it is it's going to be able to repeat. And where, where, where do y'all think y'all fit in the mix? You know, I think, you know, I, I, obviously there's you can't hide it. People are going to talk about us repeating. We have, you know, everybody's out there saying we have everybody back. And we do have a core nucleus back. And, and we can't hide it. We've already talked about it. We talked about it all spring. We talked about it all summer. You know, we're, we're going to. We're going to accept the challenge, right? Like that is our goal is to win it. Um, you know, we're the last couple of years where our goal was to get in the playoffs and make a run. And well, we did that. We made a run. We won it. So we're not going to hide it. We're going to talk about it. I mean, our goal is to go win to Memorial again. And um, I think we know the formula now of, of, of how to get there. Doesn't mean you can replicate it every year, obviously. Um, but we, we have an idea. And, you know, you already mentioned the, the Warrens, but you, you can't rule out the Rivercrest. They've oh, got yeah. a lot of guys back. You know, they're super athletic. You've got, You've got Star City down there. They got a bunch of guys back. Josh Price does an unbelievable job at Stuttgart. But so there's always, you know, six to seven teams that you could honestly highlight and, and, and take it to Saracen and, and have a really good chance of of, of winning. Um, and so we're honored to be in that talk and that mix. Uh, I'm super proud of our community and, and the town of, of Malvern to kind of be talked about as a, a state champion level program again. And uh, so our kids are working hard. Um, you know, they understand the the formula. You know, I went out and scheduled Prosper, Texas, week zero. Um, we're playing that new Prosper school at OBU, week zero. And then I've got DeSoto Central, uh, Missouri, uh, Missouri, Mississippi coming uh, week four to our place. And so, you know, I did that by design to, to 
you know, and if we go out and get beat those games, it's not the end of the world. Uh, I just wanted to go out and play the best competition I could play uh, to help us get ready for that playoff run. So, hey, we're excited about it. You know, I'm, I'm ready for vacation to be over and get back in there Monday morning at 8 o'clock and, and see the guys and, and get ready to go. And and uh, just understand that it's a long 14-week process once the ball's kicked off, week zero, and, and um, kind of understand how to take care of our bodies. And, you know, I, I say this a lot, and, and people probably get tired of hearing it, but last year I thought one of the biggest things that we did well as a coaching staff was when we got to week 11 and 12, we started, you know, playing our best guys both ways. And uh, they had juice left when it mattered. And, uh, you know, my philosophy is going to be this year, you know, you're not going to see Jay in the pre-playing linebacker, you know, early in the season or Vinny Winters playing D-tack or Keelan Janelle playing defensive end. You know, we're going to kind of try to wait and play those guys, you know, late in the season in the playoffs and, and, and keep their bodies fresh. And, and so we, we can make a run and, and got plenty of legs left to do it. Well, I, I think you'll make a run, and like you named some of those teams, and I'll get you off here, is, you know, seven or eight teams. It's fun to watch that how that works out in the playoffs just because of, you know, one injury, a bad matchup. I mean, and there's a good football team sitting at home. So we look forward to it. I promise you we'll have you on uh, this season. You're, I know I know for sure you'll be a top ten game of the week a few times this year just on the, the magnitude of your conference. So we'll be back in touch with you. Hey, appreciate you coming on. Good luck to the Malvern Leopards this year, and good luck to you. Hey, Coach, thank you, and thank you for what you're doing for Arkansas High School football. You've, I've always looked up to you, and, and you're a great ambassador for, for all of us, and uh, I'm glad you're still with us. Well, I appreciate it. We have a lot of fun. That's the main thing. And everything. That's it. We'll see you down the road, J.D. Take care, buddy. buddy. All right, bye-bye. They've got a lot of people back, obviously. He, he's very confident in his football team, and it's in a brutal league. You know, Arkadelphia, Nashville, you know, Boxite's up there. Got a Boxite's going to have uh, They're yeah. going to be better, and they got a great football player. And, uh, you know, Ashdown, what's your take on that league? you got to start with that league. Absolutely. Yeah, well, Boxite actually moved to the 4A4, right. so they, they, right. they're, they're probably going to be the favorite of them. But, yeah, long-time 4A7 team. But, yeah, you know, that's the thing is, is you know, uh, Coach Richardson's got loads of athletes down there at Ashdown. You know, it's just kind of like, can they get past the second round? You know, that's the biggest thing for me is they've had some really good times and the regular season, I think they actually, I think they got fourth last year, but started off like four or five and zero. Oh. So it's can they play up to their best mm-hmm. week in and week out is really what it comes down to. And again, you know, I'm just I'm biased because I played in the four eight seven. I just know the brutality of it. I mean, you look at I mean, you look at the history, just all the state champions from there with Robinson and Arkadelphia, Nashville history historically and all that. But you know, that's that's kind of to me is uh, I think. Definitely with Malvern, you know, I've talked to Coach Plumley a lot lately because he's had three Division One commits in the last month. So I've been talking to him about that and very excited for what they have. You know, it wouldn't shock me to see Jalen Dupree at quarterback some. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying throw it, but, you know, they've done some direct snaps with them and all that. But, and you certainly, just because they're the defending champions, I mean, you pretty much got to put them as the favorite. But, you know, Harding Academy, they got a really good quarterback. They've got two really good receivers. I mean, that's an outstanding offensive lineman. They've got guys that have been starting on the offensive line since ninth grade. Uh, two of them, I know for sure. So that's, you know, the who was in the state championship game last year. Yep. I think those are the first two you got to look at. And that's amazing. You know, Hardy County, you know, they've dominated 2A, 3A with the private school deal that, you know, they've moved up. And, and Brent, I mean, that, I, that's your, that's, you spend a lot of time that's over my, there. That's my battle of wick right there. Uh, my, uh, it's amazing 
what Coach Neil Evans oh. and his and his staff do at Harding Academy. I mean, uh, they my nephew started going there in the left. They moved from Stuttgart. He started going there in the eleventh grade and uh, played on two state championship teams. Then uh, my niece, she started the seventh grade. Whatever, however old she is, she's won a she won a state championship, or ninth grade, ninth grade. So they they won like three of the last four state championships before last year, I believe. Is that, is that correct? And whether they were in three A or four A, and um, you know, it seems like they all Harding Academy always has a quarterback mm. that uh, for my nephew's two state championships. Uh, Caden Caden Sipe was the quarterback, and uh, uh, Brand uh, Duggar Kyle Duggar Ty Duggar Ty yeah. Duggar the yeah. wide receiver number twenty. He was just a football playing dude. And uh, my nephew's uh, junior year, I mean, they had a high the high school equivalent at running back to Christian McCaffrey. Well, if you're talking about Andrew Miller, so that's he's. Uh, the before the player before, before Andrew. Andrew. Okay, okay. And I'd then, say because Andrew Miller's brother Owen is now the quarterback. So and yeah, a, and yeah. then Andrew took over for the that, and then Andrew just took it took over again. I believe his number was number four when he was playing for uh, the Wildcats, and it's just amazing. What, I mean, every year I don't know why it seemed like they moved up. My sister said it seems like they think we're recruiting players. I said. Look at what they're playing with. They're not recruiting well, players. And that's dating all the way back to Bill Barden. I mean, they've yeah. won a B, they've won an A, they've won a 2A, they've won a 3A. They've won everywhere. So, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, my nephew was a starting five foot eight nose guard, 200. <laughs> he was a fire plug out there. <laughs> <laughs> he could run, though. He could go sideline to sideline. Yeah. Let's stay in Northeast Arkansas. Let's go to my hometown, uh, who I'm really looking forward and excited about Casey Chester being the the new head coach there. Let's bring him on. Let's bring on Coach Casey Chester. Coach, you've been at Pocahontas for a long time. Uh, Obviously, uh, uh, 22 years. The the Pocahontas High School, by the way. Not because I'm from there, but it's big, big on my Redskins. Big deal for us. Uh, you're coming in, and Pocahontas has had success over the years, you know, 30 years. I mean, and it's been pretty dominant, first, second in the conference every year. Talk to me. You're, you know, let's throw it out here. Here's a big question. Connor Baker. Connor Baker has been the guy at Pocahontas for the last three years. You know, there was a lot of other good players eight, four years. And uh, what's life going to be with, like without Connor Baker, and what's your team look like for this upcoming year? Well, well, we got fifty-four players out, which is a good number. We got fifteen seniors. Bad news is we t- we returned three on offense, but we got six back on defense. So feel good about our defense. Offense. Two of those players are all state players, though. Uh, our our left guard, uh, Caleb Bettis, he's about six two two thirty, and he was the state champion in the disc. Very good athlete, runs well, three-year starter. Uh, the other one's Reagan Womack. He's our running back, 6'3", 250. Uh, he's uh, committed to Washita Baptist. I don't think Washita Baptist is going to use him as a running back, though. <laughs> I don't. I got him down there. But he's our running back, but he's uh, committed to Washita Baptist for, I think, tight end or offensive line. 
Well, if we got a six three two fifty running back, we ought to make a yard whenever we want to. That's the way I feel about it. You know, <laughs> well, he was our running back last year, but he weighed two thirty. I got you. I got you. Well, talk to us about this. We've been talking for a football, talking to J.D. Plumley at, at Malvern. We talked to Jeremy Burns at Ozark. Uh, you know, we've been had Bo Henry on earlier uh, this year. Talk to us about your league. I mean, that league has really improved a lot over the the last few years you know with you know it, it's a tough league in that area you know even with with Rivercrest and all that deal I mean you know they've made runs and bumped up and all you know from 3A to 4A been state champions and and and, and Blyville and all how, to, how that league's changed and how tough it is and where's the Redskins fit in there well the Redskins are gonna they're, we're gonna struggle uh looking at the conference if you're a horse racing man Rivercrest is probably one to nine three to five favorite they have everybody back. They uh, they beat uh, Star City in the second round last year, played Arkadelphia close for a half. I think third quarter it might have got out of hand. They have everybody back. They have a receiver named Michael Rayner, uh, one of the best players we've had in this conference in a long time. So it starts with Rivercrest. And then uh, Gosnell. Gosnell has a receiver, uh, Cam Williams. He's got, I think, five or six Division One offers, uh, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. Some of those schools are after him. So Gosnell's really their junior high was a uh, nine and old last year. All those guys they'll be uh, coming up to play as well. So starts with uh, and and then you have Blyville. Blyville's got a new coach. They have a uh, a running back named Tim Brown. Got a receiver named Ingram Battles. I think both those guys. Uh, I know Tim Brown was all state last year. Rushed for probably thirteen hundred yards. Ingram Battles one of the fastest guys in four A. So very tough. We. We just hope to hold our own, get in there and do the best we can do. Well, and, and y'all have. I mean, y'all have done well in that, in that league, and, and obviously you got a young team, but y'all always do a great job of developing guys. I mean, with your numbers, and your numbers are good. We lift weights. You lift a lot of weights. Man. Offensive line should be good. Uh, we've got a, a 10th grader. He started as a 9th grader last year, played all 12 games. His name's Carter Couch. He's about 6'3", 240. Never had a bad snap. Great player. We have – our offensive line has to play well for us to have a chance. Well, and when Poconis has been good in the offense, defensive line, they've they, they've had good years, and obviously, Correct. and uh, we have our our quarterback. He's the point guard on the basketball team. Runs good, can throw. So we're excited about him. He's just inexperienced, but we know he can play. So we're excited to have him at quarterback. Well, talk to us about this. Is you know you're going in. I mean, anytime you become a first year head coach, you know, you're going to learn something. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just different, you know, and, and that part of, it. but you're very familiar with that program. I mean, you played there, you've coached there 20 something years. I mean, you, you, the community, you grew up there, you know, all about it and understand it. What does it take, you know, uh, as far as, I mean, you've talked about this, you know, on the phone or just where is that playoff run. Y'all have had a couple of good playoff runs. You've, you've been right there. And, and I think with your, with your league being so much better, you're used to it when it gets, gets that time. Well, the last, last four years, we've had really good teams, but four years ago, we ran into Shiloh. Yeah. Three years ago, we ran into Ozark, I think. Two years ago, Robinson, and last year, Nashville. We've had some good teams, but, boy, 
four A is tough. Oh yeah, it's tough. It's tough to win, I and mean, it's hard. It's hard to advance. I mean, well, and we were talking about this earlier. Is about I think four A. It's the hardest one to win one in because there's there's most of the other classifications. Let's be honest. There's you know four teams in there. You know they're usually going unless something high get hurt or something happen. You know they're in the mix. Well, you get in four A, it's seven or eight or kind of up to ten sometimes. And with the season being so long, you know that playoff bracket comes out and you're looking at names you want to play, but there's nowhere you want to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, last year we played Nashville. If we win, we play Elkins. I don't know if you guys saw Elkins or not. Well, I've seen they were phenomenal. Yeah. You did not want to play Elkins. They were they were great, and I think they have all those guys back this year. Do I've actually seen them in a few team camps? They they get some really good, nice skill guys, and Coach Watson's done a great job over there. Well, well, talk to me. This is uh, you know you going through the conference, you stay healthy. You know, how do you feel as far as your matchup with people? How do you feel? You know, if you got to go south, you got to go. I mean, y'all done it all. I mean, you've been south, you've been west, you played at home, and that part of it. What are you going to bring to the table? And you've been there, and you understand, and you and nobody wants to go further in the playoffs than than, than Coach Chester. I promise you that is, uh, and and your kids will be ready for that. And uh, but you know, I think it's wide open. I really do. You know, Malvern's sitting there, and you know, Harding Academy and and, and Bow feels like they got a good team. You know, you got a young team, but you're in the mix. Talk to Jeremy Burns; they're in the mix also. You know, Studgard here, or there, and there's so many. Where do y'all actually? What's your mindset going into that deal? What, what I like about our team is our right our right tackle is going to be six seven three forty. You know, we're we're two eighty across the board, two forty. You know, whatever. We should be able to run the football. You know, in in playoff time, you know, the weather may be bad, may be terrible. We're going to have a 250-pound running back. So we think if we can get there, you know, you're going to have to stop us. You know, you're going to have to stop stop those guys. And I think that will give us a chance. You know, that will give us a chance against anybody because I think we can run the ball. Well, and I, I think if you can run the ball, play a little defense, and I know you got to score nowadays. You know, the days of scoring twenty four and walking off the field feeling good about it. that's that's a long time over with. But you're you're right. If, you know, if you can run the ball, and your defense always travels. Uh, I think so. Well, coach, I appreciate having you on. We're going to have you on during the year. Uh, you'll have a few top ten games a week. I've kind of looked through through the season, and we'll have you on there and 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 bring you back on for another segment during the season hey good luck to the redskins good luck to you and we're always pulling for you thank you thank you good to see y'all thank you very much see you casey if you could give a championship to whoever is the most excited to ever get a head coaching job i think casey chester is probably that guy i mean obviously played for your dad there at Pocahontas and just a Pocahontas guy through and through. And I've talked to a lot, you know, done a lot of stories and stuff when new coaches have gotten hired. And I don't know that I've ever talked to somebody that was more enthused. I mean, he just kept talking about everybody. You know, the, the, the most common thing is, is yes, I'm very excited. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But I mean, it was just with him. I, I don't know. I, I could just feel it, you know. You can. And, you know, in, in, in the interview also, yeah. it, of course, I, you know, me and him, went to high school together and, and I've watched his career and watched him grow. And, you know, that community loves him. They love the Redskins. You know, 
they're going to be big. Yeah. And they, they've lost Connor Baker. That's we, huge. we talked about yeah. that. They got a 250 pound, he's talked about 250 pound, uh, Running back and their you know, their their <laughs> offensive line's just massive. Yeah. It's like a you know in the interview I, we were talking about we, they they line up they better be able to get a yard. Yeah, and uh, talk to me about the Redskins. Talk you got that that league is I think that you know Pocahontas has kind of always been at the top or you know right there in the mix in that league and Highland's been down a little bit but. Talk to me about the northeast side. You got Rivercrest and all that bunch too. Well, Blyville. Look out for Blyville. Yeah, that's what that's I was going to say. Ingram Battles and Tim Brown. Remember those names. Back backfield duo. Uh, you know, Coach Jet. I love what he's. I talked to him the other day. Actually, for the first time, just kind of wanted to you know introduce myself. You know, new coach and everything. Hadn't gotten a chance to reach out to him. And he's he's got a vision for that for that program. You know, Mackenzie Pierce, they've always had a really good basketball team for the most part. Mackenzie Pierce has gotten them in the state championship basketball game the last couple of years. And I'm not necessarily saying saying that they're state title contenders yet in football, but I definitely think that they're going to take a big step forward, you know, just because of uh, what they've been able to do uh, with with what those two guys are able to do in the backfield too, you know. So that's going to be a big one. Gosnell, you know, of yes. course, has talked about Cam Williams and some of the athletes that they have there. So, yeah, I think the 4A3 definitely. Definitely uh, is, is going to be one to to really keep an eye on. And then this one, oh, there were you know Rivercrest and, and that you know we already talked about them. They're in the mix, and that side of the state you know has really come on in football wise yeah. as far as making a little bit of runs and playoff runs in, in the playoffs. And you know I'm, I'm really looking forward to see what Coach Chester does. Pocahontas, I think they're going to he's going to do a great job, and they're going teams going to embrace him. And yeah, I mean. Things are just going to keep going like like they well, are. That's the thing too. I mean, I'm I'm sure that they they embraced him well before, you know, and that's that's the great. I mean, all, you know, you guys as as coaches know that the challenge of changing a culture is probably one of the bigger ones, especially when you take a job. Well, he doesn't have to do that. Yeah, it's already there, so that's that's already taken care of itself. Yeah, I think he's got a good future there. Well, let's move over here to the western part of the state. One of my good friends, Coach Jeremy Burns, who has done a phenomenal job at Ozark. Let's bring him on. Coach Burns, how you doing today? How's your vacation been? Man, doing great. We've had a great summer so far with uh, Hillbillies. We've been to about three team camps and uh, and uh, had some good experience. Got some young guys coming in, so it's been good for us to be able to to get a, a look at them, some of those guys on film. Uh, our uh, dead period's been going good. Got some good rest in and uh, kind of starting to look forward to next week. Uh, we start back on Monday, so it's going to be a big week for us next week. Well, you you come off last year another great season and you you've been probably most consistent guy in in 4A for a long time. You be, you know, you I was talking to Tom Sears earlier about 3A and he's been there 26 years. You've been at Ozark for a while, been to the state finals, uh won numerous conference championships. You've always been a presence in the in the playoffs. Talk to us a little bit about where your team is coming in and your season coming up and how you feel about it. Feeling pretty good. Uh, you know, we've got, we've got to replace some guys. We lost our quarterback and we lost our run, good running back from last year, but we've got some guys that have uh, been in the program for a while. Kobe Wilbanks coming back. He's going to move from our uh, slot receiver and uh, he's going to play some free safety as well too, but he'll be our quarterback. He'll just be a junior. You know, I've got a couple of good little running backs uh, that'll be their senior years. Their turn to step up. Uh, Braden Miner and uh, and uh, 
<clears throat> Gavin Gilbreth, and uh, they've looked really good in spring and, and some of our team camps. So I'm looking forward to those guys. But we're uh, six on offense, seven on defense uh, coming back. So we've got a got a few back, few guys back from with some experience. So uh, it's going to be a good good another battle with our conference. You know, Elkins got us last year and uh, got several teams coming up. You know, Gentry, Gravit, uh, Lincoln. Uh, all, you know, improving. I've heard, you know, some guys, uh, one of our assistants talked to some of those guys and they've had some guys move in to kind of help them in some spots up there. So uh, you never know what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, but looking forward to it should be another tough, uh, tough battle in our conference. Well, it does. And I've actually got to see Gravit, Gentry and Elkins in some team camps and they got some really nice players. Talk to us about that league. That league's gotten really tough over the last couple of years. Some really good coaches in there. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, I think every coach in that league does a very good job. Uh, talk to us about just trying to get out of the league and where y'all fit in the league. Right. You know, uh, last year we came in second, uh, you know, the Elkins end up winning it, but a lot of growth going on out there. A lot of those teams are, are growing. You know, you guys were at P Ridge and they went from what, 2A to 5A in just a matter of a few years. And uh, same thing with Gravit. You know, this is Gravit's last year. They're going to go to 5A. And, uh, you know, all that area is growing. Uh, we lost Prairie Grove, you know, out of our conference, Farmington out of the conference uh, that we ran up there before. So uh, a lot of growth, a lot of new people moving in up there. So it's going to be. Uh, you know, a challenge to, you know, kind of came in, come in and battle those numbers and, you know, see where we fit in. We talked to in the spring, you know, we're, we're about 45 ish on the team. I think Elkins had about 55. So, you know, numbers wise, it's, it's about, you know, across the board, pretty, pretty even there about uh, player wise. So it's uh, just going to see how it works out in the fall. All right, let's let's look at the bigger picture. What we're all playing for in in the state, and and I was talking earlier. We we're talking earlier. I think four A is probably the toughest one to win it in because you got there's so many good teams, and there's so many rounds. And it, it, and I've watched your teams do it. it. You know, it gets down to an injury. It gets down to a matchup. I know y'all played people. You're a big physical team and you might played somebody and lost and the next week they're limping in and they hadn't survived just because y'all's physicality well talk to us a little bit you know with you got malvern out there with a lot of people and in, in arkadelphia you've got rivercrest has been in the mix of course pocahontas in the northeast and then you, you and elkins grab it gentry and, you know, then you go south, obviously, with Bo Henry at Warren. He feels like they're going to be in the mix. They always are. Where, where does the hillbillies fill in, the, fill in? Where do they come in out in the mix as far as overall state-wise, you think? Where do you fit? Yeah, I think we'll be in, you know, in the top top half of it. Um, you know, I've been looking at it kind of over a dead period here, you know, and besides our conference, you know, like you said, Warren, Malvern, Harding Academy, and that that kind of bunch. Uh, you know, got several coming back. I know Warren uh, is supposed to have a new little ninth grade quarterback that's supposed to be pretty good. You know, I was reading some articles on him. Um, you know, McGee lost a bunch. Uh, they talked about Star City, Monticello, you know, coming around. Uh, Stuttgart, you know, you were talking about, yeah. you know, crisis teams. You know, we had a big battle with them a couple of years ago and he got kind of beat up. Uh, but we end up losing by, you know, kickoff return and, couple, you know, that kind of deal. But, uh, you know, that conference is tough, you know, year in, year out. So you got the seven 
Arkadelphia, Malvern, Nashville. You know, Malvern uh, had the big win last year. Coach Plumley, I really like him. Arkadelphia is always loaded with with talent, and Nashville's the same. Um, Rivercrest, you know, you mentioned him. They got a lot of returning us. I noticed, uh, you know, this year, so they they should have a bunch coming back. Um, Gosnell, Pocahontas, you know, your hometown uh, got some good numbers. Uh, it was saying so. Uh, and then Highland, we've had we've had battles with all those guys. Gosnell, Pocahontas, Highland uh, started a bunch of eighteen uh, sophomores. I noticed last year, uh, so they should be uh, uh, improved as well. Then. Uh, 4-4-A, you know, you got some new teams that we used to be in that with Boxite coming back with a lot of, uh, you know, good players. You got the, I think it's the Wimberley kid. Scott yeah, he's a big time player. Yeah, so, you know, uh, Coach Arnold down there, he's been kind of telling me how good he is. And then uh, you got Haskell, Harmony Grove, Dessa, and, and Lamar and Pottsville. They're going to give you some some different uh, looks offensive-wise at some of these teams, you know, more physical and that kind of stuff. So, it just kind of goes from more spread stuff to more physical, you know, uh, three yards, I guess you'd say. And then it just kind of sees how some of these teams adjust. You know, we've had some luck being more physical, I'd say, sometimes against a more talented team and uh, being able to control the ball and, you know, keep getting first down. So we, we've had some luck the last you – know, I've been doing it – this my start my 13th year as head coach so uh you know we've had some luck in the playoffs to to get some deep runs and hopefully we'll get another one this year well let me leave you with this and i and you've got uh, the experience and been there and you've been in the finals you've had long runs talk to people you know like in in 7a 6a you know everybody kind of runs the same stuff you know their defense might be a little bit different but you know everybody's kind of running you know some type of spread or 20 personnel, those types of – in your league, it's so difficult because you, you're about to have spread one week and then you're turning around and playing, you know, wing T, smash mouth football, to, and then, you know, turn around, you're playing two tights and then the empty team. Talk to us a little bit because I think that's what makes the league's – the classification so tough is the variations of things you see. You go from 16 teams to, you know, 48 teams, you know, 32 and 5A. So you got more to kind of pick from. So, uh, like you said, you know, those 7A teams, you may have 150 kids to pick from or, or 200. And, uh, you know, as you drop down in classifications, you get lower and lower in numbers. And you just kind of have to, if you stay in a, one spot uh, for very long, you just kind of have to deal with the, uh, the talent you have coming through and kind of fit it best to, what you can do, you know, sometimes we're able to throw it a little bit more. Sometimes, you know, we got to run it a little bit more or spread them out and do different things up front. You know, we, I've had one year, we had uh, all five linemen get hurt. Uh, when we made it to the semifinals, got beat by Robinson. I think we had 10 starters out that year. By the time we got finished uh, <laughs> playing that year. So you just kind of, kind of scrap around and see what you got left uh, as you get you know you got five playoff games so it's a, it's a long season and you just got to try to and that's one thing I've kind of adjusted is you know you lift weights throughout the whole whole uh, season to keep them healthy and then uh, practice wise it's not like the old days like you know somebody was talking in town the other day hey you having two days well we can't have two days anymore you don't have it two, three-hour practices a day uh, in Alma. Like we growing up at uh, Coach Vines there, we uh, practice in the morning in the dew and then the heat in the afternoon. So we, we don't have that anymore. So, But luckily we get to practice with them for the most part. We, we share a lot of athletes with baseball and, and basketball, but for the most part we get them 
in the spring and then uh, we shared in the in the uh, summertime here so we, we get most of our stuff in and we're able to uh, keep them in shape and uh, keep them healthy as we as we go through the season well good deal coach we'll have you on i know you've got a couple of top 10 games of the week especially a couple ones early we'll have you on during the week and look forward to watch your teams play one thing about the Jeremy Burns and Ozark Hillbillies are always in the mix and are always there. Thank you for coming on. We'll have you have you on later on in the year. All right, Coach Williams. Appreciate you, man. Y'all have a good one. All right. See you, Coach. After listening to Coach Burns, you know, Elkins, Gravitt's starting to talk up here a little bit. Yeah. That league, Gentry, uh, getting very competitive type league. Talk to me about – you know, just to Coach Burns about the Ozark Hillbillies. Well, one thing I know about Jeremy Burns, you're you're probably going to have a pretty big offensive line. You're going to be able to run the football. Now, Eli Massengale, Landon Wright, those are big, big losses uh, for the Hillbillies. Love that, love that mascot. Love their uh, their their logo and everything. But yeah, that's the thing is is you always know that they're what was it? They were in the state championship or finals or, or semifinals at least. What was it 2019 mm-hmm. right before the COVID year? So you know had had some recent success in the biggest game of the, on on the biggest stage, so that's just another one that you look at, kind of like I was talking about with Glen Rose and and uh, some of those in three A. That's always going to be one that you, you know you certainly feel like they're going to be in the postseason. It's all about getting there. Here's the thing about Ozark: people don't see it if they he's really not paying attention. Watch who they play in the playoffs. If they lose. That team usually stumbles in because they're beat up physically. Absolutely. And I've seen it. I know Stuttgart did that. They played Stuttgart a couple of years ago. And Coach Price, they come limping up here to Shiloh, yeah. you know, and, and just lost a lot of guys. <laughs> you better pay attention to them. You, you don't want to play them yeah. because you might beat them, but you, you might win the battle, but you might not want yeah, to win. That's right. You're going to be bruised up. And, and let's get on Elkins. And we've talked about them, a lot of their players earlier. I think Coach Watson's building something up there. I, I loved them last year, and I love them going into this season. I mean, it, that that game last year with Nashville, uh, it's it's about the best way that you can think to win a game, the worst way to lose it. And there came out with some statistics, and, I mean, it was crazy. It was like I think that Nashville had like a 0.8% chance to win that game wow. or something like that just based on everything. But that could have gone either way, and it just didn't bounce Elkins' way. And I think that's probably – you know, not to say that they're thinking about last season, but I definitely think that you'd be crazy to think that that kind of fuel is not going to be something they use going into this year. I agree with it. And anytime you get in the playoffs, you play teams like Nashville in a game like that, you know what to, to expect yeah. and everything. Well, we can't leave 4A without talking about Bo Henry and the, and the oh, yeah. Lumberjacks. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the Lumberjacks – Bowfield, which Bo's always confident. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, he's, <laughs> he's always, I mean, he's always confident. But he he has a reason to be sure. confident. He can back it up. He has dominated that conference. I mean, dominated it. Yeah. Is there anybody that could push him? Last year, Star City was the first one. Yeah. That was a great football game. They did that on Thursday, and you know, Bob White, great friend of mine, great mentor, and Westmore did a great job calling that one on for Fearless Friday. Um, but you know, that was, I think it actually went into overtime, came down to the wire, but you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know that anybody's and you know, coach Vereen's done a great job down there and everything, but I, I just right now, just now that we're still in talking season, I mean, I don't, how many, how many consistent, I, you know what, it's funny. And it, is you say that, and 
And I, and I might be way off. The last team I think I remember them losing to in the conference was Crossing. Yeah, let's say I think Star City beat but, them. Like, well, actually, Star City. I think the last time they beat them was like 2010 or 2011. Yeah. But yeah, Cross It would probably be the most recent one. And and you know that's another one. You know, uh, Coach Newton's first year there uh, last season and struggled through about the first six seven weeks and then won three of their last four. So what what are what is Crossit going to do? Historically, pretty good. One of the I'd say you know over the last decade, half decade, one of the top ten teams in class four yeah, A easily. Right so you know that's one too. But I would say if there's anybody on paper right now, probably Star City. Yeah, and and Coach Vereen, who you know Hot Springs and oh yeah, Chris does a great job and he's hard nosed and his teams are hard nosed yeah. and uh, but. The lumberjacks are always in the mix, and you can't do it. Yeah. Mouth, you got into four A here. Man, and I, know, oh. I know you on your Hardy I'm Academy a, and all that I, deal, but 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 when we, when we get right down to four A, right down to the nitty gritty, you know you know I'm going I'm I'm sold, been sold on for years. The Warren lumberjacks. I mean. When you're, how can you not be confident if you're Bo Embry with the athletes he's rolled out of it? I mean, he he's go, he's going to war with a howitzer. Everybody else has a twenty-two. Hello. <laughs> and one thing about Bo is is his non-conference schedule. You look over the. Lord, I was at Southside when we played him, and yeah, he's not. He's not scared. No, he's played Fayetteville. He loads it up early, so you know. And you'll call him, and he'll have a couple banged up, you know, week two or three, but then he'll get them healthy. But he gets his teams prepared for that late run. Yeah. That it sure, sure does, and you can you can guarantee they're going to be playing on Thanksgiving weekend. Absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah, well, I, what I was referring to earlier, you know, I talked about uh, just the thrashing that we took. And it was a, it was Jarius Wright at quarterback, Chris Gregg and Greg Childs at defensive end. They also had another one in that class named Basman Jones yes. that was committed to Arkansas and never made it there. But that was I think that was the only time ever in any sport that I just wanted to go home. I, I was like, okay, <laughs> we got killed. It's forty two to nothing at half. I remember DJ Williams is his senior year. Yeah. He stood up and you know, and we're down forty two to nothing at halftime. And God bless his heart, he tried to get us motivated. We're like, dude, this is over. It's been a good done. run. It's been a great run, but it's done, brother. Go, go, be a hog and win the Mackey. Well, there are some interesting matchups, and you know, we'll get through that during the year, but. The 4A, I, I, I just get excited about because it it's just great football. Yeah. Let's transition over to 5A, Mr. Cook. That's yep. That'd be where you you come in. Uh, we'll have J.R. Eldridge on here in a little bit from Farmington. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about your league. You know, Shiloh's got a coaching change. You know, J.R.'s building a program where, where mm-hmm. he's at. Uh, you, you're in your third year. You feel like, you know, you – you're all right there in the mix also. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great teams. Of course, Shallow Christian coming off uh, Ben State runners-up with a new coach. Yep. Talk to me a little bit about your league. Man, it, it's a tough one. Um, <laughs> uh, week in and week out, uh, you look at, obviously, like you said, Eldridge and Farmington and, and Shiloh, those, those trains are going to keep rolling. And and uh, obviously, Shiloh's got that new head coach, but, man, they got some good players um, top to bottom. Um, great assistance over there and a great foundation that Conaway left. Uh, for them, so um, they're going to keep rolling. Farmington um, Elders has, has done a great job at getting that program uh, fired up, and those kids are excited about it. That community is as well. Uh, you look at uh, Harrison, yeah, and, yeah, that's right. And Harrison, you know, it, it's uh, a little bit removed from this Northwest Arkansas area, but they are talented. 
well coached, um, and, and that program is just rolling. And then you look at Alma and Rusty Bush and what they got down there at Alma, and and that's which, a, which I'm gonna stop you. Yeah, Alma, I because th- I saw them live. Mm-hmm. Didn't make the playoffs last year, and it, it was kind of. Crying shame. Yeah. I, I think they had a good football team. I think they had they a good did. football team. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, that's how tough the league is. It, it is. And then you look at Prairie Grove. They had a heck of a run last year. And, and obviously, you know, he knows what he's doing, Absher, over there. And, and uh, he's been the longest tenured coach yeah, at one school. Yeah. He's done it a few, few years. Exactly. And so, um, the and program's here. And, and you talk about Clarksville and Dardanelle jumping in. I know next year they'll be out. Um, Top to bottom, it is a tough conference. And Shiloh is going to have a freshman quarterback. I know. Yeah. And they, 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 talking to some of their staff, yeah. you know, they feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Oh, he's and a, and he's, they, he's they, a they feel good about their quarterback. Yeah. He's just young. Well, it was just crazy because so Eli Wisdom, outstanding career, graduates. Garrett Odom obviously goes with his dad yeah. to mm-hmm. Las Vegas, and then they had another quarterback that transferred over to Gentry, Talon Williams. Good. I think he's going to be a stud too. Mm-hmm. And now they've got a freshman. So that's yeah. I mean, it's pretty. Crazy to see. You brought up Odom. Nothing's back when you're opposing coach and a coach takes the job and they got kids. A, a great story on that is when Houston Nutt left and went to Ole Miss with Brandon Allen and Austin. Yeah. Allen. And yeah. I remember calling Daryl Patton going, hey, congratulations. <laughs> and he's, yeah. he goes, oh, we're working well, on that. The, you know, well, during the state championship game when they – Lost to Parkview. Uh, I was, you know, I was joking with some of the guys up in the up in the radio booth, and there. This was right around the time that it was speculated that Barry was going to take the UNLV job. I said, "Well, guys, I'm, I've got Garrett Odom like five feet away from you. Want me to ask him real quick?" And you know, obviously, not going to take that kind of chance. Right. But. Right. Well, let's bring him in right now. The uh, head cardinal from head coach at Farmington, J.R. Eldridge. How was your summer, coach? It's going good. Busy. Uh, really excited about getting getting this season going. Well, it's not been too hot out there. <laughs> well, I hear I hear we're going to get cooler temp- temperatures this week, though. Yeah, I think it's going to cool down. Well, let's let's get into it real quick. You know, last year you, you come into Farmington. You know your your track record speaks for itself. I mean, you've been a successful coach wherever you've ever wherever you've worked at, and your know, championships. You came in, really changed the mindset, and. Uh, Boy, it really had a pretty good year. Lost your quarterback early. Had to overcome tons of injuries. Uh, and, you know, boom, looks like you're heading in the right direction. Then, you know, boom, in the first round up at Valley View, you got to make that trip all the way across state and come up short by one point. And I, and I know you, that's it in your crawl for a while. Well, talk to me about you got your quarterback back this year. Talk to me about your team this year. Yeah, I'm really excited about uh, having our quarterback back. You know, he 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 was able to play in those last two games, and he really, better than any player that I've ever coached or had, he really tried to prepare himself to to step right back in. Um, you know, when we when we were able to get him back, um, it was it was really amazing to see. Um, you know, him and his character doing that, but we really missed him, and and uh, he wasn't. You know, he he wasn't exactly the same once he got back, uh, obviously going through that injury. But um, that's the past, and and, uh, I wish it would have ended differently uh, last season. But we're excited about this season. We've got him back. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the state, in my opinion. Um, We've also got a – we had a sophomore running back last year that had 16 touchdowns for us, a really good football player that uh, that, – 
I think he uh, he's going to have another great season, Russell Hodge. Um, and then we've got uh, another rising junior, Luke Elsick, uh, who will play some slot, also played some running back for us, really versatile in the backfield uh, and at wide receiver. We've got two other really good re receivers, um, Jagger Gordon and uh, Hunter Reeves offensively, and some sophomores that I feel like are going to contribute on the offensive line. I should have talked about them first, but uh, we've got uh, we got one guy that's uh, coming back that just he absolutely loves football. He was our center uh, my first year, his sophomore year. Uh, played guard for us last season or played center for us last season as well, and uh, he'll be playing. Uh, He'll be playing guard for us this year. So really excited about uh, Hunter Marshall uh, on the offensive line just as a returning starter. Uh, we've got a guy that moved over to our offensive line from our defensive line uh, that will be able to uh, um, – that, that's going to be really kind of better suited as an offensive lineman. So offensively, I feel good about our, our weapons uh, or guys that are going to contribute um, offensively and just – Cam being able to distribute the ball uh, to them. Defensively, uh, we lost a lot. Uh, we've got a had a defensive lineman that he'll be playing at Northeastern State University next year. We got a linebacker that's playing for Todd Cooley at Delta State next year. Uh, we've got a set a safety that really we we felt the loss of our quarterback when we lost him uh, because of. Uh, Cam's injury, he played quarterback for us, but he was our, our quarterback in the secondary. Uh, but we've got a lot of replacing to do. But Jacob Johnson coming back on the defensive line, Morgan Shader coming back at linebacker. And then uh, and then we've got uh, Charlie Mobley, Joey Richards in the secondary that I feel like really going to provide us uh, some good help defensively. Well, you know, Coach Moreland's going to get them to play hard. And, you know, I've, I've never watched a J.R. Eldridge team not play hard either. So, you know, a lot of defensively, if you can, you can get them to play hard, that's, 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 the, that's a big part of it. Let's move on to your conference. I mean, you know, Shiloh's kind, kind of, you know, dominated. They're still right there at the top. Obviously had a coaching change, but, you know, they've lost some guys, but they're still going to be shallow. Uh, you know, Prairie Grove was a very interesting team. Last year, you know, bumping up from 4A to 5A, they got in. Uh, you know, Harrison's been a staple in that conference forever. Alma, you know, had a pretty good team last year, missed the playoffs. You got P. Ridge, you know, they're going to be better. You, you look at, you know, your your league is a tough league. And we're, I mean, you're, you're in the mix, obviously. You got a crystal ball. What, I mean, what do you see? How are things playing out? You know, I've never, I've never really been. Uh, Hootens used to get mad at me because I wouldn't predict. <laughs> uh, they, they'd call me every summer and and ask me, Jr., why don't you predict who's going to be top of the conference, bottom of the conference? And I, I'm sitting there going, Well, I'm, I'm more concerned about Farmington, uh, and I, I just about us every week, but we've got a really, really good conference. I mean, Harrison, Co I mean that. that and there's good coaches in our conference too, you know, and that's, um, you know, it's one thing to have a, a good team, have good athletes, really good coaches. I mean, Coach Absher, man, he he can call the wing tee big time. You know, that's, that's an advantage that he's able to create, uh, you know, year in and year out, does a great job calling plays. Uh, 
you know, uh, Harrison, Shiloh, uh, Prairie Grove, I mean, all, all the way down the line, Alma, uh, you know, Pea Ridge, we, we've just got a good conference. And so we've just got to be prepared every single week. We've got to decide that uh, that we're going to make football more important that thing, than things that, uh, that can keep us from, from playing the longest um, and, and really honing in on game plans and being able to, to stay focused. Uh, but what I do love about our conference, and I feel like this has been my story everywhere I've been, whether it's Arkadelphia, North Little Rock, or Farmington, I feel like when you play in a competitive conference, you're really able to get prepared for the playoffs. Uh, you know, and so I think that's an advantage that that our conference does have. Well, there's no doubt. Let's go landscape. And I know you don't like to make predictions and I understand it. I was the same way. Uh, cause you know, you don't control what you can control, obviously, but let's go overall state wise. I mean, you, you've been state champion, you know, what it takes to get there. You know, what it takes to win it. Uh, you know, you, let's just be honest. If you go ask the regular guy on the street about five, a right now, so probably park views up there and everybody else is kind of in behind them, you know, just, so talented came, you know, them winning the state championship last year. Obviously, you know, Robinson, you guys up here, Shiloh in the mix. You go in the east, you know, win when you don't know, uh, you know, their situation. They've been dominant. Batesville's had good teams. And, and uh, then Magnolia, you know, the, the 5A is a very, very tough conference. I mean, classification, and it's deep. And uh, so talk to us a little bit about just overall state-wise. Yeah, I really think I think you you hit the nail on the head as far as uh, very very deep uh, classification. You know, I feel like five A kind of is the new four A. Four A used to kind of be like that. You know, now you've got the Robinsons, the Shilohs, everybody moving up uh, into uh, into the five A. Uh, the conference we used to play in at Arkadelphia, it's not as good as it used to be uh, because it's different. It does, you don't have Robinson uh, in that conference. And so, um, you know, I think that uh, obviously Parkview, they're going to have athletes. I mean, uh, really good football players, Robinson, good football players, um, you know. And I, I think that uh, one of the key factors to me, what I try to stress to our team is who really wants to play the longest? Yeah. You know, who, who, who really is going to decide – uh, that they that they want to skip out on Thanksgiving uh, with their family somewhere going somewhere out of town or something like that, you know. Um, and I think that's uh, that's got to it, it begins with a mentality, uh, you know. And for us, we're trying to create that mentality to where um, you know we really we want to keep playing football. Uh, there's so many other things to do these days uh, that are so much easier than running into each other for two hours. Uh, and I think that uh, to play a 14-week season for us at Arkadelphia, it was 15-week season. North Little Rock, I think it was 14-week season. Uh, but I think that's kind of one of the biggest keys is is um, is teaching your players how to how to navigate long seasons, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, you're able to experience it. Um, you know, once we're uh, once we we get going, you know, when we get into playoffs, are we going to have that same energy that we had week one? Uh, 
you know, and so I think that's a big deal for, for everybody really, because there's, there's so much parity I feel like, and there was in 4A now there's going to be in 5A uh, the same way. So really it, a lot of it may come down to a mentality. Obviously you've got to have players and you've got to have players that really want to do that, but, but it will come down to a mentality. Well, there's no doubt, I mean, you've had that conversation many times. You know, the group that wants to come to practice week 13, 14, and want to still get better and still want to practice go a long ways. Well, Coach, we'll get you off here. We'll have you on during the year. you got a lot of uh, – you'll be in a lot of our top ten games of the week. you got a lot of big games this year. Hey, good luck to you and the Cardinals. We're always rooting for you. Uh, we'll have you on soon, and talk to you later. All right, appreciate it, Coach. Well, let's move on here. Let's go to the Phoenix State Champions, and we're going to bring him on here right now, Coach Brad Bolding. Coach, let's get into it right off the bat. I mean, talk about your season. Let's recap from last year, and I know you've moved on. Everybody else has moved on, but let's let's refresh everybody's memory. Unless you're in a coffin somewhere, you don't know what's going on. Uh How's it feel? I mean, for a guy that you, me and you talked before the season last year, you know, I don't know how many semifinals you've been to. I mean, like 12 or something like that. I don't even have a clue. A bunch. And and break out to get to that final game and to win it. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, it was it was special. You, as you know, you've been there. It's uh, it's a process, and, and man, a lot of things. The stars have got to line up, and I mean, you got to have some luck. You got to stay in you know, as close to having in, as, as, as least amount of injuries as you can have. And man, we just a lot of that stuff happened for us. I mean, we had some bumps and bruises early on. I mean, crap, we had Harbor and Bryant and North Little Rock right out of the gate. So I mean, we were really testing our players you know, from the get go and, you know, they responded well. I mean, it was a, obviously a great bright team and uh, just had an unbelievable amount of talent. I thought our kids played well. Um, you know, we made some mistakes and against teams like that, they take advantage of that. And so, you know, we didn't come out on top on, on either that game or the North Little Rock game, but it was a lot of things that we learned from those games that really helped us when we got into conference and we just settled down. Our kids just started playing after that after that uh, Bryant game. I mean, it was – I guess we reeled off uh, 10 or 11 in a row there, 11 in a row, and um, we're, able to, we're able to win it. But it was an amazing year. And, you know, have your brother there doing it, your dad being there on the sideline, I think you can appreciate that. I mean, all those things were just uh, – really made it really special. Made it, made it wonderful and special, no doubt about it. Well, let's get into this year's team. And I'll just throw it out there. You have talked to a bunch of 5A coaches, and then the word on the street is Parkview's up here, but you got a new team, and you got, you know, some people battling you. I think 5A is probably as deep as it could be than any, just as any other classification from top to bottom, up and down. Talk to me a little bit about your team and the, and the mindset of, hey, there's difference in, you know, and, you know, chasing it, and now you're being chased. What's your process as a coach? Then, then talk a little bit about your team offensively and defensively. Well, I think uh, I'll go back to Bobby. I don't mind throwing him back out there again, just because of the fact he's been there more than once. And I, this is my first rodeo at winning the state championship. And 
you know, after everything's the crowds are gone, everything's just back to playing football again. You got to get ready for the next season and you got to get off your little high horse and start getting back to grinding it out. And, you know, those are the things that I thought we did really good job of, you know, riding off season to get just to kind of get back into the normalcy of playing the game. And, you know, you, ha- you know what, what it entails after you win one, you go to all these different places and do all these different things and it takes up a lot of time. So I thought we were able to settle them down in off season and really get back to what we, what got us there. And that was just spending a lot of time on weights, speed training, <clears throat> excuse me. And, you know, just the flexibility of, uh, you know, the, the stuff that we do with our, with our hips and just, speed and quickness and all those different things that we do i think that we do a good job of developing kids and so i I, we've got we had a really good group of sophomores last year that are coming back we had a a core group of juniors like eric mcgee who was our quarterback who i think is going to you know his mvp in the all in the uh, in the state championship game had an outstanding game just committed to uca the other day so i mean we're really excited he's had a good fall camp um and, and then settles kid. There's, there's. I'm gonna forget some kids because there's, there's quite a few. But um, <clears throat> Jaden Ashford's another kid at tailback. We had a kid that moved in from back to Little Rock from Dallas this year. His name's Daquan <clears throat> Coleman, and he's gonna be a really good player too. Uh, obviously, uh, Marion Robinson's a kid that you know he's on everybody's radar all over the country. He's a great player. He's a safety for us, but, you know, we'll bring him in and put him on offense, throw some balls to him. He can play quarterback. He's kind of a do-all guy. He punts for us. Um, and, of course, Alex Martin's a kid that just committed to ASU. He's he's kind of a staple kid on the offensive line that's coming back and plays defensive line as well. Cash Williams, Landon Kennedy, um, you know, it's just a it's a group of a really good senior group of players and that really good group that sophomore class is gonna be juniors is is really compliments. They complement each other really well. And I thought our ninth grade group that's coming in as sophomores, they lost one game last year to Bryant. Um, and I think that's a talented group as well. So it'll be good to see them kind of mix in with that those upperclassmen. Well, let's get a little bit in, into your 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 league a little bit. Uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a tough conference that you're in. Talk to us. You know, obviously you're y'all are picked first, and you know those things. Which, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's what you got coming back. That's why you get ranked, and you got to go do it on the field. Talk to me about your conference and how tough it is week in week out in your conference. Man, I tell you what, these these guys in the South have done a really good job. I mean, they just they do a really good job of coaching their players. I, you know, we, we went to Magnolia this year, and they run a unique offense. And you know, it's it's kind of like preparing for Cabot back in the days when I was at North Little Rock. wasn't a week you really looked forward to. So those that that you know, I thought Magnolia has a really good team. I think they do a really good job. I think they're a team to watch out for. Obviously, Camden they made it to the. I think either the semifinals or the quarterfinals. I think they beat Valley View and then got beat by Shiloh in the semis. But uh, Nick, you know, who's I worked with, he was Scott Reed. Um, you know, worked for him at El Dorado is, is an outstanding coach and has done a heck of a job at Camden. And <clears throat> I think Texarkana is, is, I've just heard through the grapevine this summer, is, you know, is one of those teams that, 
keep eye on. You know, they were not very good last year, but they were very well coached. Their kids played really hard, and I was impressed with them. I thought that they were going to be good here in the, in the next couple of years. But our, our conference is, is a tough conference. you got to be ready to play each week. And like I said, I get a lot of kudos to the coaches because they just do a really good job of coaching. And in some of these schools, you know, the town level may not be, you know, a little bit smaller school in the 5A realm for us. I, I'm telling you, they still – those kids are very well coached and very disciplined and been very impressed. And I've been in a lot of conferences around Arkansas. Yeah, and you just named you know, Nick, Mark, and a lot of those guys. I mean, uh, they do an outstanding job. Let's go overall landscape of the state. Obviously, you know, you are the favorite, but, you know, you're sitting there and you got Robinson, you got, uh, you know, but you all had a tough game with him in the semifinals, Shiloh. You mentioned Camden Fairview. You've heard a lot of great things about them. You look in the East, Clay Toddy going to to win. Uh, you know, Batesville's always been very, very good over there in that league. And I heard Nettleton's going to have an outstanding team. Then you get over to the West with Farmington, Harrison. They've all been there. Talk to me the landscape and your approach. Uh, you had a crystal ball. Where do you see kind of some things maybe laying out? I mean, it's just so deep in the 5A right now. As J.R. Eldridge made a point earlier was – I thought it was huge was, you know, he was in Arkadelphia for years in that conference and how tough it was. He said, looks like 4A's just moved up to 5A now. Can I talk about overall in the state? That's a good point. Well, I, you know, obviously on sitting at the top, I, I, I don't know about that. People have rated us there. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think you, that's one of those things. Obviously, winning it last year helped us and having some kids coming back, but you know, I don't look at that crap, and I don't. <laughs> sorry, but I just don't. I just don't get too caught up in all that early on. And man, I just uh, try to keep our kids away from looking at it and reading about how great they're going to be, and 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 really focus on how good we can get each day in practice. But I, I think Shiloh. You know, you got to. I know that coach is from there. He's been there. He's out. Did a great job in Oklahoma, and so I expect them to be back doing well again i've heard the same thing that you've heard about nettleton i think valley view will be a very good team this year uh nick and them and we've team camp with them he's got all of his offensive line back i thought his quarterback looked really well so i think camden will be one that'll be tough this year for everybody and i, I really man i think coach burnett and those guys at hot spring yeah, yeah. I mentioned them earlier but they do a heck of a job they played our tails off the first half last year, I mean, we were nervous going in at halftime because they just played our, our tails off. So those and they've and they've done well this summer at seven on seven and team camps. And so I think they'll be a, a good team. And obviously Robinson, they have that tradition. Uh, but I tell you the two that are kind of scary in the central uh is Mills and Pine Bluff. We we yeah. played with Mills and seven on seven up in Fayetteville this year and very athletic, very talented group of guys, um, played together well. And then we team camp with Pine Bluff, and I thought they were they got they're gonna be a, a tough team in the central. I keep hearing that. They, they, we've interviewed a bunch of guys and they it, Pine Bluff, Pine Bluff keeps kind of coming up. You know, I had a down year last year, but but <laughs> they got tradition over there, there's no doubt. Well, coach, we appreciate you having you on. We're gonna have you on all lot during during the year, obviously. And and hey, good luck to you and uh we'll see you down the road. 
Jeff, Bray, appreciate you guys doing what you're doing, man. This is an awesome deal, and I tell everybody in Central Arkansas about it. Well, we appreciate that. We're having a lot of fun doing it, and it's just fun to get to talk to guys like you, you know, coaches, and, and you know, the excitement around high school football and just football in general. Well, Coach, good luck to you, and we'll see you down the road. Thank you, fellas. Have a good one. This team's stacked. Yeah. Uh, bottom line, if you could put them, measure them up, 7A, 6A, whatever. Yeah. They're they're stacked. Yeah. I mean, obviously, talking to Coach Bowden, they've got a lot of great players. We're going to have them rank really high it, overall when we do our rankings. And, and uh, talk to us about the Parkview Patriots. And it, they're in a tough league, oh, but yeah. can anybody even – I mean, well, that's South Conference. When you look oh, at Camden Fairview, great coaches. Oh, in absolutely. That. Oh. Yeah, I mean, Camden Fairview is going to be the first one. That's who it came down to. Was those two teams? You know, I, I like Nick Vaughn's oh, team. Oh, Nick Vaughn's team. I like Nick Vaughn's team. Was the, no, I know he does. Bobby, you know, there. Yeah. So, but the thing about it was, Brad Bolding. You know, he had not won a state championship before last year, but. You look at North Little Rock. I mean, so when, I remember him when he was back at Mayflower. We oh, were yeah. 9-0, and and then I found out, you know, the legend of Buzz and Bobby and all that. Well, the thing was, is Brad, whether he was at North Little Rock, whether he was at Park, I mean, he still had both of those teams in the mix. I mean, he had that, those long, uh, multiple years of going to the semifinals with North Little Rock. He just really needed to get over that hump. And, you know, bring it by Bobby. I talked earlier on the segment about how Mark Kelly's probably the best offensive mind in the state. I think Bobby Bolding is probably the best defensive mind in the state. And bringing him on there and with his success, one not only one of the best defensive minds in the state or maybe the best, one of the best head coaches in the history of the state. So bringing him on there was obviously – a big boost, but when you just add, I mean, part view, like you said, they're stacked every single year. They've got Division One Power Five prospect after Power Five prospect, and they were definitely due. And uh, the Little Rock School District was definitely due, yes. having not won one in almost twenty years. So, you know, that was a good year for Part View just to finally get over the hump. I think that was their first one since. Of course, they got upset by Southside in '83 with Keith Jackson, and then they won it in '78, '79. So, it's been almost half a century yeah. before they've won. They had won a state championship and, and and you brought up bobby coming on what, what a cool story you know two brothers and yeah. and you know the day you know buzz and they've grown up grown up in it and i tell you what bobby bowers have time of his life oh, I, they I, loved it i mean I mean, they loved it yeah know, so it's he goes man I'm, I'm getting to coach ball every day I ain't worried yeah. about this and that and and you nailed it bobby bowler is one of yeah, the best defensive minds in the realm bobby joked the only reason why i got a scoop on that he was that he was going to Parkview last year was because our photographer happened to go take some pictures of a practice and he sent it to me. So I call him up and I'm just doing an interview with him. And he said, you know, I was so happy that I'm not going to have to do media interviews. And here I am talking to you. And then Fox 16, you know, Nick Walters does something on him and KTV's out there. And I'm like, I told him, I said, Bobby, you just wait. It's yeah, your, yeah. your summer's going to be busy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, Bob didn't like spotlight too much a little bit, but let's talk, let's talk this. Let's talk about a, a, the team we played when we were at P. Ridge has moved out of your conference, Moralton. Yeah. Cody McNabb is one of the best around. Yeah. And so, you know, state championship coach, let's bring Cody on right now and talk about his his ball club. Well, Coach, we, we got you on here. Moralton, you've been – how many years have you been there now? This will be year 14. Year 14. I mean, you've, you've been there a while. You, you've established that program. Uh You've been at the top state championships. You've been in, you know, you're in the semifinals Thanksgiving ever, ever, every year. And, uh, you know, last year, just like any other school, you know, 
why is the biggest problem you had you ran into Parkview in the first round playoffs? Yeah. Well, no doubt. And and uh uh I I really we were we were happy to be there because we had some tough losses during the season and then uh and then we were so we were fired up. We needed uh, uh we we drew the bye week week ten, which yeah. is not uh not necessarily ideal maybe, but uh so we were waiting. We were waiting to see if uh, Robinson beat Pine Bluff to get in. Robinson had to beat Pine Bluff, and Pine Bluff played really well that night. And uh, but luckily, uh, Robinson got him. So we got part view, and uh, we're uh, we're fired up to be in. And and really, uh, you know, we if if we could we had we stayed away from a turnover late in that first half. It, have been a much closer game but man they were a uh really good football team and we've seen them in in team camp some and they're a really good football team again so uh just one of those uh one of those things but i thought our kids played hard late in the year and and uh uh, um, uh brad and, and had that had that group rolling and and it looks like he's gonna be good for several years to come well he he Obviously, they're going to be really good this year. Talk to us about your team this year. Yeah, we I, we lost uh, some really good seniors, and I think every coach says that. It's it's just you know, uh, every year's different. You figure out what you can do, and and I've got a uh, I've got a really good staff that we've been together for for quite a while now, and and really lean on those guys, uh, you know, and they do a great job of of figuring out what our kids do the best, and and. Uh, and put them in situations to be successful, and that's what we're going to have to do this year. We're, uh, you know, losing some key spots. We, we bring back a tailback that was uh, a really good player last year, and uh, but uh, lose a lot of guys up front on offense, lose our quarterback and several receivers. But I'm excited about uh, about some young guys that we've got coming in to replace them, and uh, so that's our task is just. Uh, and and it's been what's been fun about this team is I wake up every morning, and I know that I'm going to see the team get better every day. And I think that's when you got a younger team, that part's uh, that part's kind of fun. You know, you're you're figuring out things that they can do, and it seems like every day we're after practice watching film and but like, hey, you know, this guy showed up today, and hey, this guy, I think he can do this. So fitting those pieces. Uh, pieces together is is going to be our challenge as a staff but really like uh really like the uh, young kids that we have they've really came up they had a, a really good year in junior high and uh and have really brought some competitiveness to the football team and that comes with uh uh with with talent and guys having to fight every day in practice to to get playing time so that part's been a lot of fun so far well, you hit it. You know, when you got a young team, is nothing's better than watch them week eight. Just you know, see where they. they oh, no doubt. And, and and I've said that to our team is, hey, we're going to be a much better team week seven, eight, nine than we are one, two, three. And it's just you know, it's it's probably the overused term in coaching right now. But but you want them to be aware of the process. Yes. Just, hey, just better be better the, when we call it up than we than you were when we warmed up and if we can keep doing that i really like uh i really like where this team's going to go well let's let's talk about your your conference a little bit i mean you I mean you kind of we talked to uh, Kyle you know Kyle Sutherland from Scorebook Live and and 
your conference really wasn't a dominant conference in 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 five A last year. You know, it was kind of the yeah. I might want to call it the you know it just wasn't as competitive as some of the other leagues. Uh, where do you fit? What's your league look like? Was it young last well, year, or there is going to be better? You know, I think the thing last year was, uh, you know, we had Robinson that was yeah. a really good football team, and and they got beaten the semis by uh, uh, by Parkview. Uh, so they were really good. They were kind of uh, the the class of the league. And then what I really thought was. Everybody else was so, you know, we got in one of those weird tiebreaker scenarios that we just beat the right person at the right time and had the right number of points in our wins. And when you get into that, there's a lot of, it seemed like there's a lot of parity in that league where you could, uh, there, you know, there was a lot of us kind of in the middle and, and, uh, which makes for a, uh, makes for a lot of fun when you, uh, you know, you can't roll out there. There wasn't, uh, you know, Chapel. I think uh, uh, finished at the bottom. But you know how Moody is. He going, yeah, as ready to roll. And you, uh, so you had to play hard every week and get up for every week. And I, I think it's going to be a lot the same this year. Uh, you know, I still think, I still think uh, Robinson. Until somebody knocks them off, they got some really talented kids. And and, uh, but I think. Uh, you know, so they'll be very competitive on a state level for sure. And then uh, I think you gotta you gotta look at Pine Bluff. I, I think those guys with uh, some of the talent, he was just kind of getting it going last yeah. year. But I, I I just keep hearing about uh, uh, you know I don't follow recruiting really very much at all. But people, you know, I hear people tell me, hey, this guy got a whatever offer, and so it sounds like he's getting some kids, and then. They added the uh, – they consolidated with Dollar Way. That'll, that'll probably give them a few more players. So, uh, that'll be interesting. And then, uh, you know, the – the I think everybody else will, will fight it out. Mills, I think uh, they seem to be uh, uh, ranked pretty high, and they've got the uh, – you know, one of the best recruits in the state coming back. And I thought their quarterback was outstanding uh, last year. So, uh, Cortez is going to have some good players. Uh, so I, I think a lot of talent in the league. Uh, I, I'll go, you know, Whitehall is a team that, uh, you got no clue about your, your heart goes out to that bunch with, uh, losing their head football coach. And a few months later, earlier, they lost a player, you know, uh, that had just graduated or was about to graduate. And I think if you're in coaching long enough, you, uh, a lot of us have experienced that. That's a tough deal. So, uh, you know, you think about that group and, and hope that, that they'll bounce back. I'm sure they've got good leadership and, and are going to do that. But uh, that's a tough deal. And then uh, mopping it at Maumelle looks like he's getting he's getting some talent. We saw them in team camp. So, so they're going to be good. He's a guy that attracts people and, and gets people to play hard, certainly looks like. Valonia will be different. Uh, I think they won't have the quarterback that he's had a run of quarterbacks for five or six years since he's been there that he's been able to run uh, that system really well. So I'm kind of excited, uh, kind of anxious to see what uh, uh, what he's going to do. And then uh, and BB, uh, you know, I, I, we play them in junior high, and that 
I think it's this group of seniors, maybe juniors, I don't remember, but was a, a group that, that won the junior high league. That's a tough league with, uh, with Little Rock Christian and, and, and Cersei and, and Green Bear, some six, eight teams in it. So, uh, I think there's a, there's a lot of parody. It's going to be a, a fight for the playoffs, but it'll be a league that I think, uh, if you do get in, you're going to be ready for, you know, you're going to see, you're going to see a lot of, you're going to see really good coaching. You're going to see really good athletes. So, uh, I feel like, you know, getting through the league, uh, you're going to be ready for whatever you, uh, you see in the playoffs. Well, and that's true. Let's go overall state-wise. You know, obviously you got Parkview, defending state champions. Everybody knows they're, I mean, they're loaded to bear again. You, you right. mentioned Robinson, you know, Shiloh Christian. I mean, a lot of these, you know, and then you get down, you know, down south, you know, Magnolias. And then, and I think Nick Vaughn's got a good football team at, at Camden Fairview. I actually right. uh, saw some tape on those guys at a team camp. I think they got where, – where do you, you guys – I know, you know, you're a little young, but we're you're always in the mix. And where do you fit overall? Is it – or is everybody targeting at Parkview, which usually, the way, you know, people do after defending state champions? Or or where, where, where is the – Molten Devil Dogs fit in this Ram Five A. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I think the big picture. I think if you're looking statewide, there's, uh, you know, it's it's Parkview, and uh, you gotta, you better knock them off. You know, they're gonna play physical. You know, they're gonna have guys that are hard to tackle. You know, uh, um, Brad's gonna have them playing hard. You know, Bobby's gonna have them sound on defense. So I think that one until. Uh, until somebody gets them is the one everybody's looking at. And, and you got, you know, you, I think out of the West or it was last year, Shiloh was the team to beat. I know Bray could speak to that a, a whole lot better than I could. And you're kind of up there in the area, but uh, you know, they've, they're going through a coaching change. Yeah. You never know what that's going to do. Uh, and uh, it seemed like with, with coach Odom leaving, that might've hurt uh, some of their players, <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, it, uh, I think that, and you got Jr. and Harrison's always good in that league. Going to be very, very solid, very sound, and and I, I think, like you said, the uh, uh, Parkview uh, seeing them in the South, and and those South teams are gonna uh, are gonna be able to test themselves against uh, against them. So uh, I, I thought they had some good teams coming. I don't know much about. Uh, much about the East and I'm probably a, uh, a bad guest from that standpoint in that I'm, I'm very, uh, narrow minded this time of year, you know, and focusing oh. on, Hey, we got to get, we got to get better for Russellville, but, uh, you know, who win is always good out there. You know, and, and Cody, that that's a crazy deal with them a little bit, you know, with the tornado situation, Clay Toddy coming in and, you know, they've been, pretty dominant over there. Of course, you know, Dave King's gotten out, you know, which, you know, at Batesville, he got out two years ago or, you know, last year's first year out. But, you know, they've been dominant. I keep hearing Nettleton's going to have a great football team up there. Uh, you know, so there's Valley View. Valley View you know, Cockrell does a great job. So, really, I think 5A is really jumped up. I mean, it is it, yeah. the competition – with the new cycle, which, you know, that those things change is really, really competitive and really hard. And let's be honest, the fact that the two private schools moved up yeah. has kind 
of uh, has kind of opened things up. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, that they had such a stranglehold on that thing for probably 10 years. I don't know what the, what the uh, stats are, but uh, it's, it has opened it up and part you slid in there and, and kind of made the favorite, but uh, uh, you know, you, you could see a talented uh, Robinson team, you know, if they're healthy, giving them a run, yes. there's a lot of, uh, uh, to me, I think you're right. I, I think, uh, I think it's it's really good football. I think 5A has been a great – well, Moralton's been a great fit for, for me and my family. And uh, But I think 5A is just that – who was I? I guess uh, Buck and I were talking the other day at our uh, junior high team camp, and, you know, we were talking – I was, I was just – you know, you get around Buck, yeah. you're going to quiz him about what – and uh, – you know, we were talking, he was talking about Camden and all that. And, you know, and, and he made a point that 5A is a really good mix. You know, you're, you're, you're small enough where you got your hands on everything. You know, you, the seventh grade and junior high coaches are all right there in your office. You don't have to drive across town to watch them practice. Or if they have a question of, Hey, how should we fit the power? You know, they just walk into my office and ask it. They don't have, you know, so, uh, I think it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's still, you know, the the communities are small enough. It, there's a, it's a lot of fun to go to uh, to five A games. Well attended. Everybody's excited. I thought it, you know, we've been in the West so long. It was just it was kind of a kind of neat for me being a a guy that grew up in Arkansas to play the zebras at Pine Bluff. Oh, well, you know, you Jordan Stadium, baby, ain't nothing like it. You know, I mean, it, it was. So playing in some different places is, has been a lot of fun, but I do think uh, – I think it's it's part view, but there's a lot of really good 5A teams and a, a lot of really good coaches in 5A that uh, that make it uh, very competitive and a lot of, lot of fun to coach every Friday night. Well, Coach, I appreciate you having, having coming on. We're going to have you on. I, I, I got a great feeling that the Moralton-Russellville – game will be a top 10 game of the week this year so we'll probably have you and, and coach Wheeler on uh week zero and and get that all stirred up a little bit and and uh but hey, good luck to you and appreciate you coming on no thanks for having me I, I this is a neat deal that you're doing anything we can do to promote uh this game that we all love so much uh i'd be glad to uh be glad to join you anytime thanks for having me all right see you cody have a good one Listening to the interview, he feels like they're going to be better. He he told me, you know, they were going to have a little bit down years for what you know. It's not down. Well, they got they, they got the luck of the draw with Parkview yes, in the first round last yes, year. Yes, so. and and he uh, they feel like they got them coming. Yeah, he, he, and uh, Cody McNabb does as good a job. He's a great defensive yeah. line also yeah. in the state. Where's Moralton going to fall in this? And, you know, they're traditionally always in the mix. Man, the Central is so – last year it was like pretty much – like when you can't went into the season, it was pretty much Robinson's to yeah. even though they were moving up. Then Mills had that great year. See, the thing about Mills is, I mean, they're still going to have – you know, you got Charlie Collins, but, man, you lose like your top three or four receivers. Achilles Ringo, again, one of those – one of those really underrated – quarterback prospects but that's going to be you know that's going to be some growing adjustments for him just breaking in new receivers and all that
that good stuff, especially with some, you know, Jabray Shaw and Anton Pierce. All these guys are gone now. Uh, so, you know, Mills is definitely, I think, going to probably be in the mix again. But Morrillton has a chance. Maumel, what are they going to do in year two under uh, <clears throat> under Brian Maupin? Yeah, I think I was about to forget his name, Brian Maupin. And then also, too, um, with you, you mentioned Morrillton, Pine Bluff in year two under oh, Michael yeah, Williams. Yeah. And, hey, you know, Whitehall. When you got what was that Bray you said with about Garrett? When you got someone to when you got something to play for, I'll let you finish it. Yeah, you got someone to play for. Yeah. You know, you're unstoppable, right? And, and that team's yeah. got someone to play for. Right Absolutely, now. and that's that's what it boils down to. I mean, you know, I talked to Ryan a week before the the tragedy happened, and uh, you could just sense. And, and look, I know it's easy to say you could sense excitement uh, because you know it's 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 right before the season and all that, but he truly believed that this was going to be, that this is going to be a, a more improved team. And now that they have him to play for, and also to Ben Reddicks, who, you know, their star senior from last year that passed away a month prior. I mean, just so much tragedy that that town has endured. So I, you know, last year, the five at the central was not, it just, we'll call it what it is. It wasn't very competitive yeah, yeah. this year. It's going to be. Yeah. Well, and, and Brian, I know you talked to Ryan quite a bit. You're good friends. Mm-hmm. And, you, talking to you, he was excited about his football team coming oh, yeah. up this year. Yeah, I tried to hire him, you know, for for a couple months. So there's no chance I'm I'm leaving this team right now, and and he he loved those kids and was very excited about them, and I was really looking forward to this fall. Yeah, yeah, what a Hopefully, you know, they bounce back. I do, man. And this is one of those things. You got to like, pull for right. I, and I keep an open mind with my job. You know, I'm a CAC Mustang, but I love I love it when they win. But, I, you know, obviously keep an open mind. But this is one of those years that I'm kind of. You got to pull for the yeah, wide Yeah, open, absolutely. No, no, no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, Mouth, let's just, before I get off, I'm going to turn it over to you. Let's hit <laughs> Robinson one more time. But what, what, Escola's done a great right. job. Another over team that it's just, just reloads. Yeah, you okay. got Quentin Murphy there. That, you know, he was committed to Ole Miss because he's, Probably going to play quarterback. I mean, he's just pretty much an athlete. But he really started getting looks after, like, I think camps prior to his sophomore year. But committed to Ole Miss for a little bit. Decided he might have committed a little bit too soon. And now he's reopened. But he's got power five offers out the wazoo. And so I think that, you know, he starts starts with him. Now, he loses stud back in Noah Freeman, but a 1,500-yard rusher. But, again, that's just that's the Robinson way. You just yeah. reload and reload. And they played part part you know pretty. They did. I covered that game. Yeah, and it was game, it was it was physical. very physical, and it was I mean part view just they ran the ball yep. better, and they got a they faked a field goal, which was yep. pro- pretty much the turning point of the game yep. in my opinion. But yeah, those that, that was a slugfest as we thought it would be. Mouth five A. Well, um, I must say five uh, A. I'm real excited about the uh, 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 Cam uh, Camden Cardinals with. Uh, Nick, I have, a, I have a long history with Nick Vaughn. He was with my dad and Scott Reed at, at uh, Forest City, and then Nick went on to uh, El Dorado with us when Scott and my dad went to El Dorado's athletic director and head coach. Um, and Nick's first season, winning 10 games, where are you going to go from that? I mean, yeah. got I mean, a new quarterback. He just, yeah. he just set the bar high. But I'm, but I'm not surprised because he comes from a football fan. Oh, his, yeah. his his dad, great coach at uh, 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 Whitehall, yeah. at Whitehall, and uh, he says they've got they've got athletes they've got athletes coming. And uh, just on a side note to Camden, the coach before Nick Jake Munden was mm-hmm. a for, was a former Elder Eight assistant. 
<laughs> and um, and on the part, uh, Nick told me, oh, golly, two years ago, he said, or coming into this this season where Parkview just won the championship, he said, they're loaded. Yeah. <laughs> they're loaded. They knew that. And, then, and, and they're then, loaded again. And now, <laughs> now I said, how do they go? He said, they're loaded. <laughs> they're loaded again. They got... They've got D1 prospects. You know, I actually watched that, that Camden Parkview game. It was week 10. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and Parkview dominated. Yeah. I mean, I watched it. and But, you know, it's next first year. And if anybody can match athletes with me, it might Camden be Camden Fairview. I, I, I had a friend of, mine, friend of mine who saw him at a team camp this year at War Memorial. And uh, – he said, "Boy, he said yeah. they got some guys, and he felt like they, you know, they would have a chance." Oh, and I think Hot Springs is going to be in that mix again too. Daryl Burnett. Burnett has yes. that's another one. Well, that, and I'm going to throw this at you too with Daryl Burnett. He hired a guy named Brian Henry, who's related yeah. to Cole last yeah. year as his offense coordinator. Right. They worked together at Bucket at, at, at Fairview, and uh, he's well, he's and, a different. And, 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 and you're not supposed to, and this is nothing against Hot Springs, but you're not technically supposed to be as good as he's done. You know, yeah. that's not that's not a lot of history there. Uh, and, I, and I'm being kind of, you know, saying that loosely. Like, it's it can obviously be done because he's doing it. But that's the thing, too, is, is it's it's a really tough job to win there. But he is getting everything out of those kids. Well, Daryl's a great coach. Absolutely. And he's put, put together great staff. Saw them a couple of times. And, and, you know, I think they're going in the right direction. And, and if – if you know they keep going the way they're going, they're 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 all also in the mix. Yeah. Well, let's let's wrap this up and uh, Kyle, tell us everybody where they can find you and uh, with all this all this information yeah. you're giving, tell us where they can find you. Yeah. So uh, you can find me personally at k underscore Sutherland s u t h e r l a n d a r. That's my Twitter handle, and I'm very active on there. Uh, or on social media, you can find SB Live at SB Live Arc. And of course, all of our written content and everything that we do is on our website, scorebooklive.com backslash Arkansas. Bray. Yes, sir. You can find us on uh, Coaches Pod is our handle, Coaches P-O-D uh, on Twitter, uh, as well as Instagram. Uh, our home base is on YouTube right now, uh, soon to potentially move to Apple uh, Podcasts. But just search Coaches in the Mouth and then you'll find us. Like and subscribe. Make you sure do. you like and subscribe. That's one thing I've learned on this show. Like and subscribe is very a important. Deal. Hey, I, <laughs> that's what I do every time y'all release an episode. I, Jeff, you send them to yeah. me, but I do have the notification of yeah, like and, like and subscribe. You build thumbs up. Well, we're going to stop this segment, and uh, we'll look forward. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah. We're going to hit a little 687 out here in a few minutes.